Welcome to the Contractor Success Map Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Hart, and I'm an expert on how you can get the most out of your contracting company. The reason I designed this show is to help you turn your contracting company from a people-dependent money pit into a process-dependent cash cow to have the freedom you dreamed of when you start your business. Every Friday, we're releasing podcasts and information to help you get the most out of your contracting company. Be sure to join us at www.contractorsuccessmap.com and subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers. And the best part, it's all free, just for you. This podcast is episode number 151, and it will be about why successful contractors use professional bookkeeping services. I'm going to start out with the question, what do you as a contractor, what should you expect from your bookkeeping system? Now, it doesn't really matter if your bookkeeping system is uh, uh, someone's doing it in-house, you're an in-house bookkeeper, you're doing it yourself, or you're outsourcing to a professional bookkeeping service. The first most important principle in construction accounting is everything starts with cash. Because as a contractor, you know more than anybody else, cash is a fact, profit is an opinion. Now there's a, um, a little story I tell with a, when I'm training people on QuickBooks and I ask them a simple question. I said, if you ask the bookkeeper what's two and two, they're more likely than not to say four. If you ask your accountant what's two and two, well, more likely than not they'll say four. If you ask your CFO, your chief financial officer, what's two and two, they'll look at you and stop and kind of uh, the, the furrows in their brow gets a little uh, dark and they squint and they'll lean back in their chair and they'll say well that depends vertically it's four horizontally it's 22 but what do you want it to be and that can be a little scary so back to the basics everything starts with cash is cash it's a fact profit is an opinion and so what we find is that there's two, actually three groups that cause the most grief in construction companies. And the smaller companies, if you're doing a volume less than $5 million a year, you don't have the third one, but you could have one of the first two. And if the first thing we see all the time is the untrained bookkeeper. Or worse yet, the bookkeeper who, I hear this all the time, I've got 10 years experience. I ask him, well, okay, what's the last book you've read on, on bookkeeping? What's the last paid class where you actually spent money and attended a class to brush up on the latest of techniques of, of bookkeeping? Or what's the last um, seminar you went to on bookkeeping? And if they tell me, I haven't been to that sort of thing in years, then all they're really saying is they have six months experience 20 times over and that's dangerous I see this all the time because you see all transactions for example in the bank account your construction accounting system no matter what doesn't matter if it's QuickBooks or Zero or Peachtree or anything else they must be assigned to their proper accounts so income has to go in the income accounts sounds simple doesn't it well it's not because what if you get a job deposit? Is that income? Nope, that's a liability. What if you got a rebate on your payroll taxes? Is that income? No, 
that's a reduction of expenses or COGS, cost gets sold. What if you get taxes? If you pay taxes, is that a liability? Is that an expense? Is that an income? No. Taxes are either a cost gets sold, if it's field, or it's an expense of his office. Any offset is called the liability account. Let's talk for a minute about cost goods sold. And cost goods sold in, I'm going to say, probably 80% of, of accounting out there. There's only one cost goods sold account. If a person has a restaurant or, or let's see, a little retail store, that sort of thing, um, even doctors and lawyers, they only have one cost goods sold. And most of that is just, it's just one account. If they buy a few things and resell it. And doctors and lawyers don't get a lot of that they buy and resell. Contractors, on the other hand, have two groups of cost goods sold. There's a direct cost, and those are the costs that trace back to the job, hence job costing. And that's the things like the labor material, other costs of subcontractors. Then there's the indirect cost. And indirect costs are things that are used in the field but they're not directly costed to those uh, those categories. And a quick example of indirect cost could be if you have a cell phone, well, you can't cost that cell phone to each individual job. So that's an indirect cost. If you buy fuel, diesel, or gasoline that is used on the various jobs, so it's cost goods sold, but it's an indirect cost. So putting it to you short and sweet and to the point, um, our QuickBooks template has over 500 direct and indirect costs. And it's a template we put together so it, it doesn't apply to everybody. Not everybody needs those things. Quite a few people do, but not everybody does. But it's all set up that way. So the second important principle in construction accounting is tracking the income properly. Yeah, it sounds simple, doesn't it? Knowing how, when, and where to put customer estimates customer invoices, customer job deposits, and any retainage withheld. Vendor refunds and rebates. For those of you that are building homes, home builders, especially what's called speculative or spec home builders, you've got a whole new um, can of worms. You have what's called work in process or WIP. And those are asset accounts. And that's, that's quite a deal, let me tell you. So, good construction accounting is all about the details. Okay, so if payroll is entered into QuickBooks, um, the employee, the check, the tax detail depends on the payroll service used. The bank reconciliations, the credit card reconciliations, including the Home Depot and Lowe's. Vendor statements need to be verified and matched against invoices. And when I caution something, I see this frequently. And it really comes, I hate to say this, but I will, it comes from the the bookkeepers and the accountants that have been around for a while. Um, and I got to date myself a little bit. My first degree was in accounting. And frankly, that was, as of this year, it was 40 years ago. Yeah, 4-0. So a lot of my contemporaries learned accounting like I did 40 years ago. And we learned it on what's called a pegboard system. That's paper and pencil. Okay, and practically everything was a journal entry. Well, guess what, boys and girls? Um, I have been to dozens, actually hundreds, 
of classes and seminars in the county. I continually update and polish my skills. In fact, I've got a class coming up here at the end of the month. And in QuickBooks, this will be shocking, but in QuickBooks there really is very few reasons to ever use a journal entry. Primarily it's for closing the books at the end of a period, end of the month, end of the quarter, end of the year. And how many times do I go into a QuickBooks file and I see that somebody has put a journal entry and said, Visa, we paid them $5,000 and the offset account was, um, oh, overhead. Worthless. Absolutely worthless. What if part of that Visa uh, card went to buy material at the Home Depot or Lowe's or it went to buy fuel or other things and so the poor contractor down the road he wants to get a job cost report hey how much money did we spend on the ABC um, bathroom remodel for the ABC people or the John Doe and John Murray Doe people and the bookkeeper says well I don't know it looks like we spent about 500 bucks and the contractor knows better he says look I used my credit card for a whole bunch of stuff oh well I just put that in as a bulk transaction because it was wait for it easy for me. Yeah, there's a reason why I say that the bad bookkeeper trains their contractor like an organ grinder trains a monkey on a leash. Okay, we run across that constantly and we go through and we clean up files and we actually allocate, and we got software to do this, we allocate all those transactions and now we generate a job cost report and the contractor just sits back and says oh my gosh something a little different than that but uh, all of a sudden their eyes are open it's like oh I never understood the value of construction accounting until now because see all this stuff needs to be put in correctly every transaction yeah gee I'm sorry every transaction and we have a way to do it that's actually pretty quick now this includes the vendor statements and be verified and match gets invoices so good construction accounting is all about the details alright let's not be shortcutting I'm speaking when I say not be shortcutting I'm talking to the bookkeepers who are working for contractors um, we have software and systems and things that you wouldn't believe that we can put it in PDQ pretty darn quick you see the answers you need as a contractor to operate and grow your construction company or in the reports. I, I'll give you a, a, a little clue. You already know this. Nobody wants drills. You go to the, the, the tool store and, and you buy um, a whole hog or um, a porter cable or any kind of a Mitsubishi, it doesn't matter. You go buy a drill, you know what? You don't want a drill. You never did, you never will. You want holes. Period. End of story. Okay. When you buy a hammer, you don't want a hammer. You want hits. You want something to hit the nail and make it go in the, the, the wood. If you buy a nail gun, electric or air-powered nail gun, you don't want a nail gun. You want nails in the boards. So let's think about this. No, but no contractor I've ever met over the last 40 years has ever wanted an accounting system. Most of them hate it. Uh, we get contractors actually will come to our office and send their wives or girlfriends in with, with the paperwork because they don't want to talk to, to accountants. Well, we're not just accountants, we're construction accountants. Everybody working here has had 
some background in construction so we understand. Nevertheless, to get the accurate reports, the paperwork details must be entered into your QuickBooks by following the construction accounting method. And there's a method to this and not the regular accounting method. Big, big, big difference. And if you want to take a look at that, you could go to www.fasteasyaccounting.com method. And you can see what the differences are. You see, the old saying, garbage in and garbage out, is 100 times more true when it comes to your construction accounting. When your bookkeeper takes shortcuts, like I just said, in the data entry, bulk numbers, from the credit card statements for expenses, and bulk numbers for every other transaction you get away with, your financial and job costing reports are totally worthless. I think the it's it's funny and it's also sad. I think the f the worst I've ever seen was a tax repair, and I'm not a big fan of tax repairs. I'm talking about the folks who do the annual taxes. We do the quarterlies and the payroll, but we don't do the annual. I did see one just recently. This is uh, th this podcast is in early 2016. I just saw a file where the tax repair had done all the entries for 2015 for a contractor, a small contractor. It was under a million dollars in sales close to it and quite a million dollars <clears throat> and guess what there are two lines income expenses profit so the tax repair told the contractor oh yeah hey you know what I can do all your bookkeeping at the end of the year and I'll do it so cheap you won't believe it well I'll give you a randalism nothing is more expensive than cheap accounting and nothing at all is cost you more than cheap construction accounting. Now, can you imagine that? You bring in a, a, a file box full of receipts to the tax repair who's going to do your book, your accounting for the entire year for, I don't know, like a thousand, twelve hundred dollars, like that, and then another thousand, twelve hundred for the, uh, uh, the tax return. And you get back and you realize all they did was put some high school kid next to an Excel sheet and say here key in all these numbers and total them up so he took them he must have taken receipts out one at a time put an Excel sheet totaled it up and got income then on another column totaled up all the other uh, information and that was expenses put two numbers in they're done wow I I am amazed I never see to be amazed so I've said it for a long time. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. And please listen carefully. Good tax preparers make horrible, horrible construction accounts because they're only paid to do tax returns. So everything is designed to get it in the tax return. And you know what? There's a reverse of that too because we used to we used to prepare annual taxes years ago. The reverse is the same. Guess what? A good solid construction accounting firm is horrible, horrible at preparing annual tax returns. Okay, because the annual tax return, you've got the business return, which ties in with your personal return. And construction accounts are horrible at that because we don't deal with that on a regular basis. Our focus is on helping you make money, find out where the money is coming from, where it's going, and how to keep more in the middle.
But when it comes to those annual tax returns, we're just not on top of it. We are we do deal with the payroll taxes and the sales taxes and that sort of thing. Just not the annual. And another quick reason for that, just so you know, I'm a big fan of a uh, a president of the United States in the 1980s by the name of Ronald Reagan. And one of the things he said, which I, well, first time he said it, I slapped my head and I said, oh my gosh, that guy's, he's right. He had a phrase he used quite frequently. It was called, trust but verify. And I guess he used that quite frequently. I grabbed the hold of that phrase and I said, oh my gosh, this is perfect. And that was about the time we stopped doing, uh, we stopped delving into preparing taxes and other things. It was the late 1980s, and I really start, we stopped doing that a whole lot. So guess what? We don't do the annual taxes. I'm digressing briefly. We'll do all the bookkeeping. We'll do all the accounting. We'll do all the payroll, all the payroll processing, sales tax, whatever you want us to do. And at the end of the year, the beginning of the following year, I want you to trust us that we know what we're doing. Please trust us and verify. Let us roll up a copy of your QuickBooks file, give it to you, or give it to your tax repair, somebody totally outside from us, and let them go in and take a look at what we've done. It's wonderful. Um, so enough said. Trust and verify. Okay. The next thing about this whole thing and the reports is you need to know who your customer is, and who your clients are, and are not the same. A customer is someone who buys something, a commodity, at the lowest possible price and then tries to beat you up even more and then tries to keep from paying you. A client is someone who's under the care and protection of a professional and they'll pay for it. Either way, you need to know who, your, who is your customer or client, how much have you billed them, are there any unbilled change orders, oh please, big, big topic, get those change orders signed and bill them out. Because, you see, if you don't tell your bookkeeper and they don't put that information in the QuickBooks, how will you ever know, let alone get paid? There's quite a few honest people in this world, but there's a lot of people that are busy. They're honest, but they're busy. And if you didn't invoice them and they didn't know, they're not going to call you up and say, Hey, Bob, um, I think you forgot to invoice me for that change order. They're not being, you know, rude or trying to, you know, take money or or being naughty or anything like that, they're just busy. They expect you to know what, what you're doing and invoice them. The next thing you need to know, who do you owe money to unless you tell your bookkeeper? Bless your hearts, you've got to tell the bookkeeper who'd you purchase the material, labor, subcontractors, and other items from. And was it paid? And what was it paid? Was it paid with cash, check, credit card? Or put it in a charge account? If you don't tell your bookkeeper and they don't put the information in the QuickBooks, how will you ever know what the job costs are, let alone the job profitability? You see, QuickBooks needs to know how to allocate the costs, that's the money spent, to give accurate job costing reports. That's the foundation of data that has been properly entered. The balance sheet report reflects the health of the business. Again, QuickBooks can only report on the information given. So what kind of basic financial reports can using our fast, easy accounting customized setup provide? Well, 
it's it's interesting because we do have a, a template that we've started developing in about 1991 and we're still working on it today improving it constantly it's a huge quickbooks template so every contractor should have five reports and it doesn't matter who's in the bookkeeping if we're doing it you're doing it somebody else is doing it um, you're giving this the CPA down the street it doesn't matter there are five reports that you need no matter what and I call them the five KPI which stands for key performance indicator reports number one is cash so you put a little icon on QuickBooks and you push that little icon on the icon bar bang that's cash available. It'll tell you all the cash you have. Banks, credit cards, money, uh, money market accounts, cash. Number two is accounts receivable, aging summary. So cash is a fact, profit is opinion. You got this much cash. The accounts receivable, aging summary tells you how much cash you have coming in and roughly at what time it should come in. Then the next story, next thing to look at is APs, accounts payable. The accounts payable aging summary. How much cash is going to be leaving the business anytime soon? That's number three. Number four is the profit and loss. Yeah, profit and loss is an opinion, but you still need to read it and see what it is. And number five is the balance sheet. And the balance sheet, I'll give you a quick overview, has the three O's. The first O is what you own or your assets. The next O is what you owe everybody. That's the liabilities. The last O is what's left over for you, your equity. Okay, the next layer of construction accounting, and, and here's what someone who knows construction accounting should be doing to bookkeeping. Because like I said, many bookkeepers say they know construction accounting, but bless their hearts, they are clueless about doing construction accounting. It's just like a, many people myself included, I know about being a passenger on a commercial jumbo jet. But most people who are passengers on a jumbo jet, who maybe have flown them as a passenger hundreds of times, are clueless about piloting a jumbo jet. Guess what? I, I, I'm pretty good at flying the little wooden airplanes that you get down at the five and dime store you pay a dollar for them together and they're balsa wood and they're kind of fun to fly that's it that's the end of the story I know nothing about flying a jumbo jet I know how to get on sit down shut up ask for a drink and some peanuts mind my P's and Q's read a magazine read a book listen to some uh, good information when, when it lands sit down shut up until I'm told to get up and go that's it that's all I know what I do but I see people who think they, they can do construction accounting because they've flown that little balsa wood plane, so therefore they can do anything. And they start getting into construction accounting, and they muck it up so bad, it's horrid. And I've seen a lot of contractors go bankrupt and worse because of it. Let me give you a hint. This will be a little hint. A good, clean, easy-to-understand QuickBooks setup does not need class tracking unless your construction company has multiple locations. See, class tracking was designed for places like restaurants that had multiple locations, multiple outlets. And unfortunately, there's kind of a, a misnomer. I see a lot of class tracking used in construction. And it's pretty much worthless. Now, if everything, 
every transaction has proper class tracking in construction and it's properly set up, which is very rare, then it could have some value. In fact, it does. Uh, we have a few clients that do actually use class tracking and it works out well for them because they know what they're doing. They have it set up and all the transactions have classes. So what kind of job costing reports can you, can using fast easy accounting, our customized QuickBooks setup for you, what can it provide for you? Well, right off the bat, it can provide the job profitability summary. And that's already built into QuickBooks, but we actually give you the data you can use. Because the job profitability summary summarizes the profits your construction can be earned from serving each construction company, or customer, I'm sorry, customer or client within a date range that you select on the report. So you pull the job popularity summary and it's already pre-built with a percentage of difference. It has the job name on the left, the column with the actual cost, the column with the revenue, how much money you brought in, and then a column showing you the percentage of difference and a column showing the dollar difference. Now I'll give you a little hint. What we use all the time is percentages. I love percentages. Tell me I made $1,000 on a construction job. I'm not impressed. Tell me that the percent, it was 14% or 20% or 22%. Now that, that's information I can use. Because if I know I'm averaging, say, 9%, and that job brought in 20%, well, now, I'm, I'm interested to see what that's, what's going on there. That's good to know. Because the key column, the percentage column, this tells you which customers and clients are profitable and which ones are not. And you're going to find the what's called the 80-20 rule is alive and kicking that 80 percent of your customers are responsible for the top 20 percent uh, the bottom let me start that again 20 percent of your clients are responsible for 80 percent of your profit so one out of five clients will generate most of your profit and 80% of your customers, the whiners, the snivelers, the never-ending punch list, the warranty people that just go on forever, they generate 20% of your profit. Now, in most cases, when I run this report for a contractor, after you finish cleaning up the QuickBooks, the contractors are amazed because more often than not, their, quote, friends and family are the least profitable and the customers who, and clients who made very little fuss or caused problems are the most profitable. Unfortunately, I see a lot of times when the construction company starts uh, going down and having some problems, I can research their, their QuickBooks and I discover something interesting. They've got a whole bunch of people they're doing warranty work for and they're burning up a lot of their time, but they're not high profit customers. And I call them up and say, okay, tell me, um, contractor, Bohunk Bob, tell me about this uh, customer, um, John Doe. It looks like we're doing a lot of work for him, but we're not making a lot of money. Oh, 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 that's my good friend, John Doe. We went to college together. Uh, we were friends since high school. We've been buddies for a long time. Um, we just met two weeks ago when I went out to bid his new deck. <clears throat> and we became friends all of a sudden. And I said, that's great, because that friendship's costing you a lot of money. And then they'll look at it, and they'll kind of. A lot of times, people contract look at that sort of thing. And they'll kind of look at me and say, I, "I, I, can't, I can't, you know, 
raise the price on on Bohunk Bob. He's a buddy. I said, you don't have to raise the price on Bohunk Bob. Just go put your wife and kids out to work. Cleaning toilets, you know, working on restrooms or or whatever. Some kind of menial job. That way you'll have money coming in that you can fund and do Bohunk Bob's work for lower than you should and lose money on it. And then I looked him square in the eye and said, listen, I'm, I'm telling you a story. Don't do that. But that's what's happening. You're taking money away from your own family and giving it to Bohunk Bob. So it's a harsh reality. Who are you going to take care of? Your family or Bohunk Bob? So let's go find some contracts, some clients we can work with. And this is uh, the voice of experience talking to you right here because I've had several construction companies. And it's funny, my first one, this is way back in the 1970s. And I got a ton of work from friends and family until one day I woke up and realized that I had drained my bank account and my credit cards were maxed out. But I had a lot of friends. Yeah, I hope you get my uh, my drift there. I had lots of friends. No money, but lots of friends. And when I started charging what I needed to charge to make a profit, most of my friends and family uh, referred to me as a greedy um, as a greedy child of an unmarried couple. You figure that one out, I think you know what I mean. It didn't take long though and I just moved on and we made some pretty decent money over the years. The next one to look at is called the profit loss by job. And that shows you much cash and profit you're making and losing each job. Again, depending on the date range you select. And the key column is the percentage of income. This tells you which your customers are most least profitable and in a lot of cases, you're going to see the same thing, that same 80-20 rule. You saw it on job probability summary, and you see it on profit and loss by job. Just another um, a view of the elephant. So you're looking at the elephant on the side, and the elephant looks like a big wall. You're looking at him from uh, his feet, and he's got these big massive trunks like a tree trunk. If you look at the elephant's ear, you're seeing a kind of a warm blanket. So guess what? It's just another view of the elephant or another view of your financials. Next report is called the Unbilled Cost by Job Report. Now this shows you a list of costs assigned to a specific customer job that has not been billed. And the key column here is the billing status. Because as new cost this report, it will grow as existing cost or bill report will shrink. Also, any jobs that are fixed bid that appear in the billing status need to be open and fixed, otherwise the report becomes cluttered and useless. The purpose of that is to make sure that we have gotten all the cost assigned to the job. Okay, this is going to be a little harsh. I'm going to apologize in advance. But this is the difference between the people that build a business that they can either sell or it becomes a cash cow and the people that, that spend 50 years of their life and end up broke, tired, wore out. Please, every 90 days, replace your least profitable customer. I'm going to say 90 days or less. Um, maybe once a month. Replace your least profitable customer and replace them with someone who is like the top 20% and watch your business soar. If you will just take a look at that and look at that 80-20 rule and find that one customer at the very bottom that is either costing you money or making no money and I hope you're sitting down for this one. Fire them. 
I've done it many times over the years. I've talked to people and said, look, I, I love you. I think you're a great person. I enjoy working with you and your wife. And, and my wife and I enjoy your company. And I can't tell you how many good things about you. But I just can't afford to work for you and your construction needs or handyman or whatever in the future at the same rate. Okay, I cannot charge you $20 an hour, pay my employees $20 an hour, and make a profit. In fact, I'm losing money. So, I want to tell you that the most important law of business is the 80-20 rule that basically says that the top 20% of your clients generate 80% of your profit. However, 80% of your client contact is with those who make the last 20% of your profit because they're the squeaky wheel. You see, minor changes in reporting can add cash and profit with less time and effort. I mean, very little. And QuickBooks properly set up and maintained give reports you need to know what to do. And just so you know, we set up QuickBooks, we set up and maintain, we can just do the setup you'd like, or we can you can outsource the whole thing to us. We set up QuickBooks and maintain QuickBooks for all kinds of contractors, handymen, home builders, specialty contractors, trade contractors, and subcontractors. And we actually use what's called the QuickBooks desktop, but it's it's on a hosted environment. And, a, and an entity approved commercial hosting environment so you dial in it pops up on your screen and you swear it's QuickBooks on your desktop because it's the same thing the only difference is it's in a hosted environment I'm going to give you a, I'm going to run down a short this is a short list of the construction contractors we serve and if you're on this list give Sherry a call 206-361-3950 we work with brand new construction companies Cabinet installers, carpentry construction companies, carpet installers, commercial tenant improvement contractors, also known as TI contractors, concrete contractors, construction companies, construction managers, custom deck builders, custom home builders, demolition contractors, drywall contractors, electrical contractors, emerging contractors, excavation contractors, Finished millwork contractors, flipper house contractors. You guys have a whole different need. You have a what's called working process. It's a whole different ball of wax. Uh, framing contractors, general contractors, glass installation contractors, gutter installation contractors, handyman companies. Work with a lot of handyman companies. HVC contractors, insulation contractors, interior designers. Land development companies, landscape contractors, masonry contractors, mold remediation companies, moss removal companies, painting contractors, plumbing contractors. Um, I've, I, I love all contractors, and by the way, I do have a kind of a special affinity, if you please, for plumbing contractors, because I did spend several years in, in the plumbing uh, industry. I do have a uh, Washington State, uh, what's called a PLO1 master plumbing license. So I'm actually a German plumber. Haven't done it in a while. Nevertheless, I understand how these businesses work. And we've had a lot of construction businesses, so we really understand the ins and outs. Pressure washing companies. Remodel. Residential remodel companies. Commercial remodel companies. Renovation contractors. Restoration contractors. 
roofing contractors, spec home builders, and you folks have a completely different need. Um, you're not a custom contractor or custom home builder, but you, you're somewhere between a custom home builder and a flipper house. Spec, spec home builders have a lot of work in process and it's very complex. So, specialty contractors, subcontractors, trade contractors, underground contractors, and utility contractors. You see, we we also provide the QuickBooks cleanup of existing transactions. We can enter missing transactions, and like I said before, provide the ongoing bookkeeping services. We have a vendor who hosts the QuickBooks desktop version in the cloud, using a commercial host approved by Intuit, and they're the makers of QuickBooks. Now, quick update. Using a third-party software that is user-friendly to QuickBooks, we have those access to those, but not all third-party software works as well as advertised. I know that's shocking. We do have a system to make data collection of receipts and sending bank card and credit card statements easy for our clients. So we have a real simple system that that downloads into a repository. It doesn't download into QuickBooks and screw it all up. It goes in a repository that we can then allocate it into QuickBooks correctly. So with our web-based financial reporting tool, our clients are able to review their financial statements 24-7. It comes with explanations, easy to understand language with format, words, pictures, and graph for a busy contractor. And you can access that without an accounting background, quickly review, and make sense of the numbers. And you do that never having to open QuickBooks if you don't want to. So next thing I'm going to address is why do you need a good accounting system to provide more answers? Let me rephrase that. Why you need a good accounting system is to provide more answers than what the tax accountant needs to prepare your annual federal and state taxes, income taxes. And again, I want to reiterate, never is a very long time Never ever let your tax repair do your your contractor bookkeeping services. It's just horrid. Um, enough said. You see, all construction contractors should be profitable, and if the job is not, it's because the construction contractor made the informed decision to give the customer a bargain. Because fill in the blank. Not that they give the customer a wild guess and take money your household funds to pay for the expenses of the job. Okay, there's a reason why these things happen, and it really comes down to the construction accounting. If you don't have good reports, you have no idea that you're giving away the farm until it's too late. Well, I hope this podcast helps you understand that outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services to us is more than about just doing the bookkeeping. Anybody can do that. It's about taking a holistic approach to your entire construction company and helping support you as a contractor and as a person. You see, we understand the good, the bad, the ugly about owning and operating construction companies because we've had several of them. And we sincerely care about you and your construction company. That's all I have for now. And if you listened this far, please do me the honor of commenting and rating the podcast and whatever medium you listen to it on. Do what you liked did not like, tell it as you see it, because your feedback is crucial and I thank you in advance. We here at Fast Easy Accounting sincerely believe that as a contractor, you deserve to be wealthy.
because you bring value to other people's lives. Civilization would not exist were it not for contractors like you. Well, this is one more example of how Fast Easy Accounting is helping construction company owners all across the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii, put money in the bank to operate and grow your construction company. Construction accounting is not rocket science. It's a lot harder than that and a lot more valuable to people like you. So stop missing out. If you'd like to learn what makes construction accounting different from regular accounting, please visit www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash CA. And please feel free to call Sherry 206-361-3950 or email her S-H-A-R-I-E at fasteasyaccounting.com and schedule your no-charge, one-hour consultation. If you're thinking about outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services, you're invited to download a guide to help you find the right contractor bookkeeping service to fit your particular situation. It's a free download. You can find it at www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash HS. And I say that because profitable construction company owners have numbers of value of outsourced bookkeeping services and contractor coaching services like ours for a very long time. And now you know about it too. Well, thank you very much. And I hope you understand we really do care about you and all contractors, regardless of whether or not you ever hire our services. Bye for now. It's our next episode here in the Contractor Success Map Podcast where we remove contractors' unique paperwork frustrations. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on how to turn your contracting company into a process-dependent cash cow. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Contractor Success Map. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star rating and review here on iTunes. And make sure to head over to www.contractorsuccessmap.com to subscribe to receive the latest articles and special offers. If you'd like to discuss your business strategy, simply click on the button labeled Strategy Session. And the best part, it's all free just for you.